check, check. All right, here we go. Check one, check two. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour with your host, me, myself, I, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live from Strong Island, hidden way deep in the islands of Long. Uh, I'm here for another episode, a great episode. I have a finely rolled spliff, ready to rock. I got a nice cold brew concoction that I made uh, last night and I'm sipping on, it's a beautiful day. It's one of the most beautiful days in the world. Temperature is like 85, I'm outside, I'm behind a house. Uh, I woke off to the woods, I'm dodging the COVID. A friend of ours let us use their house out in Long Island, so it's near the beach, and I've been chilling and hiding out and drinking coffee, smoking some herb, writing some stuff, connecting with my life. Uh, I don't know what connecting with my life means, uh, but uh, just uh, kind of grounding myself a little bit and trying to slow down. But with the COVID stuff and stuff starting to happen, like I'm getting asked to write on some stuff and I need to turn in uh, writing packages and stuff like that. So I'm getting some of that stuff done. But I am stretching, meditating. Uh, I can go through all of that. But first I just wanted to go, I usually smoke bowls or you know drink CBD, but today I roll the spliff. Uh, look at that, pretty good. Uh, I can roll, I'm not the expert and I, I didn't, I rushed this one. I did this like, like there's a few ways you can roll joints and a lot of times they're panicky or like if you're, I don't know, I've always had only so much amount of time to sit there, but sometimes it's nice to sit there and roll spliffs. Um, but a lot of times it's just like run and gun. And this one's decent. Uh, I learned to roll mostly in Jamaica because uh, when I would go to Jamaica, I would just get, you know, a lot of bushweed and just roll the hell out of it. And I love it. I love spliffs. But I did get a nice uh, raw paper. I Out of all the rolling papers, this, this raw is, uh, I know to all the super smokers, everybody knows. But, I mean, it used to be zigzag. It used to be easy wider. Uh, but then, I don't know, like 10 years ago, raw came out. And these guys are awesome because they use good paper, but they, there's no preservatives or dyes, nothing to make it white. It has this nice brown. Let's read it. And the owner of Raw is like my age, maybe a little bit older, but uh, he is, uh, he's very interesting. Go look up. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but I was just watching a video of him, the guy who came out with Raw. And he's a real smoker. He loves smoking pot. He loves rolling weed. And you could tell by the product, you know, this is, this is it. And then what I really loved about it is, uh, I, I mean, this was at a gas station in Long Island. And they had these tips. Now, I love a good filter on a joint, uh, just so it doesn't get soggy. I hate when you roll a joint and you don't have a filter and it gets all soggy at the end and you can't really... Um, it gets, just ruins the joint and ruins the roach. I like having a filter on it. It almost makes it almost like a bowl or something. It just seems a little bit more controlled. We'll see. I mean, this, this, was, a, this was a kind of a rush job, but it's pretty good. You know, we'll have fun with that. And it's early today. I'm knocking the podcast early. But today I'm drinking mud. This is one of my favorite coffees. And uh, this is a New York coffee. Shout out to New York. Uh, they started with a truck, and I know they have a couple different de destinations, but now I see it like on Amazon. You can get this, but this is a really good bean. If you want to switch it up from Stumptown or Intelligentsia or, or Pete's, this is a little bit smaller, but it does have a good, this is their hippie brand, and uh, their hippie, it's called Hippie. And I have to say their graphic design is pretty rad. I do like me some graphic design. And they say keep on trucking. They do a lot of Grateful Dead references. You know, whoever came up with this coffee is definitely roasting the same amount of weed with raw papers. 
But uh, this bean is called Hippie. It has country soul. I don't know how you get that. It's sunny. It's wild. It's fruity. It's florals. It's earth tone. That sounds like somebody I know, man. That sounds like me. Um, it's a, I would say this is a little bit of their lighter roast because what I get, it, it kind of has that yellowy tinge, but I have it right here and I made it in ice formation. And the uh, place I'm staying has, uh, has these really good, like, I don't know, there's something about, like, if you ever drink a, a espresso, like in those little uh, cups, like it's, what is this ceramic? Like something about drinking out a good ceramic, coffee out a good ceramic. It's the same with smoking. Like most people are like, I don't give a shit. And I just drink me some garbage coffee out of a garbage cup. And then I take garbage dump. I don't give a shit, man. I don't give a fuck about it, chief. I'm drinking coffee. No, but if you're really into coffee and you like the finer things in life, porcelain, uh, I love those espressos and you get them in the little, I don't even like the paper cup shit. I like, I, and I don't want, you know, I like that, that cup because I've been to Italy and that's when it blew my mind. They literally have espresso bars set up and the dudes will roll in there and just get the best beans, best things. And the dudes are professional and they have these marble counters and these porcelain cups and they just make, give you a shot of espresso and people just go in there all day long and stop and hang out for a minute, you read a paper and you just do a shot and then you go and then you're off, <laughs> off on your Vespa and run around Rome. Oh man, that is good. So yeah, I, you know, I'm pounding a lot of coffee. I'm almost at the point where I'm kind of backing off here and there. Like I'm finding a little bit of control with it. My new move is drinking a whole glass of water as soon as I wake up. First thing I do when I wake up is just go to the kitchen and just get one full glass of water and put that down my gut. Because everything's about your gut, you know, that's what I'm learning. And a lot of your mood is comes from your gut. And I'm learning all about alkaline. I had some alkaline water. I like that because I do have kind of an ascetic stomach because I do drink a lot of coffee and I enjoy a lot of pot. And the coffee and the pot kind of work together for me. Uh, so, but let's uh, let's split, let's fire up um, the spliff and see how it burns. You know, it could run, could not take a. I mean, it's uh, it's not automatic. That's what I like about spliffs. Every joint's a little bit different, but sometimes you get the bomber joint that's just like. The best joint is the most controlled joints. And some of the, the, that last pre-roll from Green Lotus was amazing because the one thing about the like, the medical or the legalized cannabis pre-rolls is if you buy them, a lot of times they just run. They're just, I don't know, for some reason, there's, there, it's the machine, but a lot of them don't burn nicely. And they usually like run and then when, when they say run, it means it just like burns on the side and then you, you can't save your joint. I always like having like a joint. Ideally, I think my ideal amount of cannabis is about a joint a day. That's about it. You smoke a little bit of it, do your work in the morning, deal with all your bullshit. Maybe try to stretch. I did my five Tibetan stretches this morning. Check them out. The five Tibetan rites. And man, I'm getting to the point where I can knock it out like in 10 minutes. And it does make me feel great for the rest of, I think it just opens up your chest plate, gets your heart open. And then it does, you're doing like these back, like these almost back bridges, but not really that hardcore. So it doesn't like fuck with your spine, but it does like kind of bow it out. And uh, I dig it. Uh-oh, somebody rocking some construction over here. Hope you guys aren't hearing this. I'm, I'm recording this off of a lavalier mic. Check, check. Okay, I'm getting some, getting some reads. Check, check. Uh, so hopefully that's not too loud, but I don't have any headphones. That was the problem. I woke up and I had these microphones, I had everything, and then I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot my headphones for the podcast. So we're kind of running and gunning this. Hopefully this one will make the show. Oh, so this is... Uh, Pineapple train wreck, uh, great hybrid 
tastes good. The dude I got, my dude that I got it from, you know, quarantine in New like, I'll just say, like, in New York, people got weed laying around for a little long time. So I think he gave me a deal because, you know, it was a little bit older. It's not the freshy fresh. I had some freshy fresh, but this is going to burn really good. And the buzz isn't like, you know, I'm not going to be too train wrecked, but I'm going to be just enough. We'll see how this thing fires up. Okay. Um, so I, we got a worker here. Uh, okay. I might have to stop this podcast. All right. I'm back. So uh, I'll tell you what happened. So I'm, fil- you know, this, these people that were so, so nice to let us use their house in Long Island to get out of the uh, city, but I'm in the backyard. And then the dude, the cleaning dudes, the dudes that this guy with a leaf blower, right when I was starting to fire up my joint, was firing a leaf blower at me and uh, fucking up all the sound, man. And then they were all over me, but he didn't care about my joint. I just lit this thing. Um, I rolled this. You know how you take the time to roll your weed and you're all psyched to light this shit up. It's a beautiful day. I'm in the trees. I'm in the trees. Check it out. This is not a fake backdrop. This is the real deal. I want to say thank you to everybody. Everybody. And I'm going to give you the shout outs on my Patreon. The Patreons is where it's at. Let's fire this fucking thing. Let's stop talking. Let's start smoking some goddamn weed Check out that filter. That filter. These are, that's what blew my mind about these raw filters. There's a box of them. They're called tips. But if you get the, this, is, Sorry, I'm just enjoying this joy. So yeah, this is uh, Pineapple Express train wreck. So it's Pineapple Express, which is kind of a citrusy, super fun. I think it's like of the Kush. I'm not gonna get too technical with my weed shit. I know some, some people know more. I never wanted to be dab master fresh. I'm not against it. I think cannabis is great and I do think Dude, I can honor it because I was stressed out. I always get a little bit anxiety about doing this podcast and just, you know, the main thing is, is just getting it up weekly. Is it going to be great? Is it going to be perfect? I don't know. You just got to let it flow. Man, it tastes great. And as soon as I hit it, you know, it just brings me back to uh, the present. The present is a present. You know what I'm saying? And you hear those birds in the background sleeping at night. I'm so used to just like, dude, during, during COVID and during the BLM and during 4th of July, like it literally sounded like a war zone at night in Brooklyn. It was crazy. Like helicopters mixed with like chance mixed with like bottle rockets and they don't even shoot bottle rockets now everybody's got like bazooka as like industrial japanese fireworks i don't know where the fuck they get man like i said i'm not really into fireworks that much i think they're kind of played out i mean if anything i like sparklers um and i like snakes remember those things snakes they're just like these carbon toxic fucking nuclear pellets and you would light them and then they would form into a snake. I, I fucks with snakes. Stink bombs? Nah. And those little snapper things? You throw them. Those are for all the little delinquent kids, which I am. Um, I was just a fucking <laughs> rough and tumble uh 
you know, butterfly knives, ninja stars, uh, nunchucks, you know, uh, BB guns, uh, you know. I wasn't a bad kid, but, you know, I liked all that shit. You kind of go through these different phases in life. And as a boy, yeah, that's the type of shit. Not all of it. I also like drawing. I was I got into drawing monsters for a while. That was kind of dope. I could do some good ones. And uh, but at the same time, the art kids weren't really my vibe. I think I was just always uh, comedy and a little bit of hip hop, <laughs> which is where I'm going. That's where I'm really excited about this music project. I'm putting it together, but it's a lot more challenging. Then all of these things are always more challenging than you think they are. And if they weren't challenging, they just wouldn't be worth doing. Man, this is burning so good. That's the thing about these. The guy who came out with it looks like a dude like me, maybe a little bit older. And, he has black hair, but he, you know, he talks about it. He's like, yeah, these are some of the best papers in the world. I've smoked a ton and this is what I like. It was just some Florida dude that owned a head shop that figured it out. Um, and then he put it out on the market. And the thing is, if you have good shit, people will come to it. You know, that's raw tips. I fuck with the raw tips. Um, yeah, if you have good shit, people will fuck with it. People will come to you. Um, you don't even have to advertise, after, you know? Same thing with art, same thing. That's why, you know, I wig out a little bit. I'm like, man, I've been doing this shit for 20 years. But then other times I'm like, well, I've done a lot of cool shit and I've gotten a lot of great opportunities. And to tell you the truth, man, the thing about stand-up comedy, like I really did want to do it for the thrill. It was never about the fame. I mean, I guess the attention is where a lot of it comes from. But it was more, it was more of like, you know, seeing somebody jump on a dirt bike or somebody. I like the first time I saw people do stand up live, live, like in a comedy club was at the San Francisco Punchline. And I remember the lineup was like W. Kamau Bell, Al Madrigal, Arch Barker, Harmon Leon, Laura House. There was a couple other really good female comics, too. There was some cool chicks that were doing stand up. Chelsea Peretti, I saw early on. I think I saw Chelsea Peretti in her first year. She's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and uh, she always had a funky vibe and was funny, but she also went through her awkward, weird. We all did. That's why you're friends with all these people, because they knew you when you sucked. Oh, shit. The joint went out. Well, I'll do some talking for a while to uh, make sure. I was timing this. Let's see if I'm still timing it. Okay, so... I'll try not to make this a long one. The last episode was with Lynn Shawcroft. I want to give a shout out to Lynn and uh, Mitch Hedberg. And that was a heavy episode. I didn't want to trigger Lynn or bring up anything that was going to stir up anything. She's just been through some heavy shit. Then the other one was Mike Doty. And I love that one just because Soul Coughing was so dope. And that guy kind of went in the area of musicscape that I always kind of envisioned myself going in terms of like, I don't know, the fame or all that, but in terms of like his sound and where he was creating, I mean, you know, I was definitely loved Run DMC and the Beastie Boys and I was listening to Cool G Rap today. Uh, I did, I ended up getting, my life has changed. I ended up getting a car payment, but uh, I got a Jeep, a Jeep Renegade, uh, black on black on black with a sunroof and I couldn't be fucking happier. I'm 48. I've never had a new car in my life, but it's safe. It's four by four. If shit goes down, if the zombies start coming out because of uh, COVID or whatever, it was just weird being in Brooklyn with a family. And there was a point during the COVID that I was like, we're fucking stuck. Like unless somebody's coming in with a helicopter or we start walking through the Holland tunnel, we are fucking stuck. We got to lay low. And that's why I went so deep into meditating and doing the Tibetan stretches. Like I've kind of kept in shape. Like I fluctuated, I got a little chub chub, but I didn't fuck myself up. Some people out there kind of ballooned up, but not that it's bad, you know, it's just that we're all 
so stagnant. And I'm stagnant too. That's what I've found is like, even like my energy level, because we've been quarantining, like I'll deal with everything and emails and family and coffee. And then I'll try to do some writing at the end of the day. And I'm like, God, I just don't fucking have the juice juice to do it. I mean, focused writing, like this is, a, I gotta write this fucking script and knock this shit out. Um, but I'm finding it. And a lot of times now it's like, we're all kind of trying to figure out, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm, I wanna cut away the fat, like zero in on exactly what I like and what I like to do and, and filter out any type of different influences, like good influences are good, but at the same time, just not something about uh, the book of the way was like, when you don't, when you're not in any competition with anybody, when you're not judging anybody, everybody respects you. Think about that one dude that or girl that everybody respects. Like they're really not in competition with anybody. They're only in competition with themselves. The minute you start pitching whatever your ego idea is against somebody else's ego idea, which isn't, which really isn't really them. Like I, I've been going deep on the Eckhart Tolle, and I, it's, some of the shit has clicked. And yeah, it's spirituality and all that, but a lot of it's with the mind and what exactly is the ego. And that's what I think is happening now is that's why, you know, like Trump or just celebrities in general, like people with huge egos aren't going to be able to go the next step in civilization because it requires more consciousness does that make sense like i think that's what we're doing like consciousness is awakening or what everything has conscious well consciousness okay i'm a uh what is consciousness okay everybody i'm dumb I'm, you know i'm not dumb dumb but i'm not a brainiac but i do think about what is consciousness but consciousness is just like whatever i'm thinking this like whatever's around my head all these thoughts, oh, my past, my future, my fears, all that, all that bullshit that's firing away, that's your consciousness. And people think that's the real them. That my past, that ain't you, homeboy. Guess what? That ain't you. This is you. You are you. Uh, that's the thing. We are life. That's what Eckhart Tolle kicked to me that I, that I fucking dug on was is that you don't have a life. Nobody has a life. Like all those things in your past, and my mom was this, and my brother did that, and, and then I went through this, and I'm from here. That, okay, that's your story, but that isn't you. That's a story. That's your memories. The only thing you have is this moment. Like the only thing we, okay, you don't have a life, we are life. We are, until you're dead, then, you know, we go back in the ether or whatever it is. I don't want to go too deep on that shit because you got to figure that shit on your own. But I will say, you don't have a life. You are life. Like, the trees is life. Like, that's life. Like, that sun's life. I'm life. This ego, these thoughts are just thoughts. And I, I dream them up and put them in a situation and then... I'm Rob, this is me. But really, I'm just these fucking trees. I'm this earth. I'm this wood, you know? The thoughts, the thoughts are there for the dance. That's the fun, yo. The one song, I, I, I gotta reference the song from Widespread Panic called Walk On. I talk about it um, on the last episode with Lynn Shawcroft, but I did some research. Widespread Panic is this band from Atlanta and they're kind of a jam band, but they also have this Southern, uh, just this really cool Southern laid back. They got their own sound. Like a lot of jam bands sound like the Grateful Dead. Uh, Grateful, uh, Widespread Panic doesn't, but they got a Southern I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have so much family in the South that I do. But 
music-wise, music-wise, not hip-hop. Hip-hop, they're good at hip-hop, I do think. But at the end of the day, man, it's like espresso. You can't fuck with New York hip-hop. Like, that's just what it is, man. New York is, uh, it's not popping right now. But I will say Pop Smoke, I don't like all this violence. And even that WAP song, I like whatever, that wet-ass pussy song, I listened to it. I was like, this is kind of, I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's nasty and all that. But you want to listen to a nasty song? Listen to the Ghetto Boys uh, Gangster of Love. That is the most misogynistic sexual fucking song of all time. That kills wet ass pussy. I mean, the beat arrangement and writhing on the beat and the flow, not dissing Cardi B. I do think Cardi B's got a sick flow, as well as, who's the other chick? The chick that acts like Little Kim. Um, she's got a sick flow, too. Their flows are sick. Like, I've listened to a lot of hip-hop. I know what fucking is good or not. But that wet-ass pussy, I don't know. A lot of the shit's, like, screen grab, like, you know, just hyper-sexuality, hyper-violence in order to catch eyes for clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Ja, Rastafari. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> the Ja, Rastafari. But I do like that with reggae music, with roots music. Not reggae tone's good. There's something about just that. <clears throat> That's why I do like playing the guitar, like going back to that real fucking, <clears throat> you know, earth tone. But widespread panic. They, I looked them up. They do great, great cover songs. Like their cover songs have turned me on to artists that I don't know about. And that song that I was referencing called Walk On, and the chorus goes, Some get stoned, some get strange. Sooner or later, it all gets real. It does get real. That's the thing about life. You can sit there, I'm this, I'm that, I'm red a tat tat Shit gets real. You're going to catch something. Funky bugs, uh, cancer, AIDS, death, lasers, aliens, crop circles. Shit's gonna happen, but it's how you react to it. And the one thing is to keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? Just walk on. That's what that song is called. It's by Neil Young. Look up Neil Young Walk On. If you want a, a song that you can wash some dishes to, that you could uh drive to, crank it up, let the sunroof in. I got a sunroof, everybody. I like me a fucking sunroof. Not on the highway. But when you get out into the woods and shit and just let that fucking sun in, I fucks with that. I'm not really into driving, but I have been getting into it. Uh, let's see here. So I got me an iced coffee. Yum, yum, yum. It's by Mud. Check out NYC Mud. Hippie. That's a, it's a good light roast. It's not that French, like that dark... Like that shit that gets right into your gut and you're like, oh man, I need to get hit the handicap bathroom right now. I need this, I need to fucking, I need something to hang on to. Uh, no, this is like the light roast, so it's not firing me up. And it's just, it's like this uh, tie-dye. I, I don't really rock tie-dyes, but I was like, well, I got the hippie beans. I do rock tie-dyes now and then. I can't, I can't diss on tie-dyes, but I try not to overdo it. Because sometimes you look at a tie-dye and you're like, man, I'm going to punch this motherfucker in his face. Uh, does that make sense? No, it doesn't. But it does make sense in the sense of, you know, a lot of people are coming out. I have to say thank you for, people are saying, Rob, you know, uh, this podcast is so positive. And so you try to keep, and that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to put out love. I just wanted to put out a lot of love and fun and goofiness. And I also talk, and it's fun to, for me to just to get it out. So I appreciate you guys listening to me. But uh, I want to talk about fake positiveness. You don't want to be fake. Like, you know, you, you can go the route of fake it to make it to be positive. But here's a good trick. Is it's all about the living of the moment. Let's say you're going through some heavy shit. Somebody's got cancer. Uh, your mom got run over by a tractor. Your aunt just called crying. You walked in on your sister, and she now has a penis. And uh, I don't know. But uh, just let's just say some heavy shit. So that fucks with your head. 
But the thing to get your positivity up is just to figure out what brings you absolute joy, like the simple shit. You know, like when I go through super heavy shit, I'm like, oh man, check out this glass of water. Oh, this water. Like this moment, like, oh man. You know, just, you know, fucking slow motion, slow motion. You know, just get it down to that. Just take life. Let the mud settle. Just let all that bullshit set aside, you know, just look at it. Just let the mud settle right in your gut to the point that you're just really you. And then you look around and you're like, oh shit, this thing's fucking, I'm alive. And there's trees and weird birds and internet, wet ass pussy, you know. But to get positive, just, I think that the weed helps that. I will say anything that you do over it, you know, and I overdo a lot of shit. I'm Scorpio. I do all kinds of, I don't care if you don't care about the thing, but it's part of my personality. It's like, if I get into eating chocolate, I'll eat the whole thing. Something I learned early on, like the first time I got a little, like $5, I went when I was, I think I must've been like nine or eight. I walked to the food lion in Buena Vista, Buena Vista, Virginia. I walked to the food lion and I got these, I got a bunch of rolls of Pringles, like the Pringles. And then I got this big Halloween bag of $1 million, like those, what were they, $1,000 bars? Like they were like these candy bars with all this bullshit, caramel and all that they were little. And I went home and I ate all the Pringles. I ate it all and I ate all the fucking uh, little candy bars. And I remember just puking my fucking guts up that night. And I don't, I'm not like one of those dudes that pukes on cue. Like, it takes a lot for me to puke. Like, my whole body's shivering and I'm like, I'm like going through exorcism. I think I'm going to pass out when I puke. So I remember just, it was almost like, and I think that's with greed and money and just everything. Like, if you over, a lot of it's just like learning how to slow down. But the thing about cannabis that I do like is like, even if you go way overboard, on the most part, you have to watch out for the psychology, I mean, for your brain waves. But on the most part, you're not going to die or you're not, you know, you're going to take a nap for a while and you might have to figure out life for a week. <laughs> but, you know, because there are stories of, you know, it's gonna be, people have different reactions to everything. We're all different, you know. Some people are allergic to peanuts. That never happened, but that's, that's a real thing. Some people weird metals, like if they wear a ring, like their skin will turn weird or itchy. You know, we're all these sensitive organic uh, life forms and it all comes from one source. Uh, I wanted to talk about the source, the source magazine. I had a a subscription of the source magazine, which was a great hip hop magazine, but hip hop is like so mainstream now in the trap sound is cool man i i really like the dude that murder beats i like his vibe in the way he makes music and uh a lot of the new rappers like do have like sick flows but the genre itself is no longer the underdog kind of gritty artist and the content is all like me, 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 ego, 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 money, money, ego, money, ego, violence, violence, violence. I am violence. And that all comes from the ego. That's what I'm learning. The ego has to have an enemy because it's not real. And the enemy makes it seem real so that this motherfucker. But the other part of it is to be a great artist, it's good to have a chip on your shoulder. You know, that's that having a chip on your shoulder will push you so far. You got to be thankful for the chip. Um, you know, look at Michael Jordan being cut, you know, from that thing. Like, you know, having a chip on your shoulder. And I do have a bit of a chip, especially with comedy, because I, I did have a lot of success. And there was a point, you know, I remember somebody like an agent looking at me. Like I was three years into comedy and I was on TV and no, I was talking to my mom on the phone 
my mom doesn't even watch TV. She like reads books. My mom's out to lunch. But he, I, I think he was trying to be a big shot. But he got on his mom. She, he got on my phone and talked to my mom, telling her that I was going to be a millionaire. And I was, not, you know, I've never been a I never had that type of dough, man. Uh, not crazy commas. I want the commas. The commas are coming. I feel the commas. I want the commas because I want to provide for my family and I want to like buy all my friends a dope ski trip. I want to go snowboarding in Colorado and Vancouver and that shit costs a lot of money, but I could do it. I mean, I could do snowboarding. I can't pay for it now, but that's, that's like one of my goals right now. I want to take my family on a dope ass, like Colorado mountain, pay for everything. Like the rentals, the lessons, the suits, like just fucking go all out and ball out just to have that memory with them. So that's one of the reasons I want the commas, but not too many commas. But that's the thing about greed. You get used to all that fucking balling out and then some weird shit happens and you have to downgrade some shit and you can't get through it because you became too soft. That coffee is yummy. Yummy. Uh, Yeah, the Neil Young song, Walk On. That's a banger. Um, Stick figure. uh, Fire on the horizon. Then digging their vibe. Um, And then today I was cranking Cool G Rap, Road to the Riches. And that has that piano that it has this great sample. Like, it has this like, it has a funky, you know, like regular uh, break beat. And then it has like that, like old school piano. The same, I mean, that, that type of style, like if you know the song Humble by, uh, what's this, what's the cat that sings Humble that everybody's all into the last five years? Uh, Kendrick Lamar, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, Humble, like that's that same cool G rap. And another song that does that, that's great to check out is called The Symphony. And that's Cool G Rap, uh, Cool G Rap, Big Daddy Kane, Master Ace, and and then this other dude. What was that other dude? He had that bar, your mom's in my business. K Solo, I think, is on that. This is all like 80s, early 90s hip hop. But if you want to, the two like classic hip hop bangers that are a little bit deeper cuts are Road to the Riches by Cool G Rap, sick, and then The Symphony. The Symphony may be, like, one of the top... So many people have bid it, and so many people have tried to redo it, but the original Symphony, uh, it's, like, four rappers just going ham. I don't even know if there's a fucking chorus to it. They're just just destroying uh, bars. Uh, The Symphony is fucking where it's at. Now... Back to um, jam bands are tripping me out because uh, the live stream, that's what's live music. I'm sure stand-up's going to go there, but I'm very, it's wild that you could see Fish, like all these concerts, like you can watch them on YouTube. Uh, Not that I'm a huge Fish fan, but I like live music, man. I just like seeing somebody in the pocket and being good at it. Maybe that's why people like sports. But uh, I'm just saying, like, entertainment's, like, morphing and going in these wild directions. And what I'm hearing from people that I'm running to, people watch all these Grateful Dead and Fish, all these, they, they stream them live, like the full concerts on YouTube. And they just sit at home and with their projectors and just shoot them up there and drink a little bit of whatever IPA and smoke a little bit of joints and watch that shit. So, yeah, if you want to try some Eckhart Tolle videos, they're really hard. His pace is so slow, man. They're cra- it's crazy. His vibe is so crazy, but I love it. But uh, the goal is, it's like they're really hard to get through because he talks so slow. But put on like a 20-minute one and just like, I'm going to try to get through this whole thing, making an exercise not to look away. Now, I, I don't think he's a cult or, you know, anytime you start talking 
spirituality or religion to some motherfuckers are like looking at you sideways as they should, man. You should, you should definitely be wary of, you know, somebody that thinks they know everything. But in terms of like psychology and ego and the mind and his whole thing is not thinking. And that goes back to even Buddhist texts of like, uh, just like removing the ego and like, there's something like you almost let go of even Buddhism as a Buddhist. Like you, and the same thing with, I think the same thing with Christianity or all religions, like you almost get to the point, it's not atheism, but it's almost at a point where you stop pointing at the magic. You know what I'm saying? Like those, those texts and words point to it and you need to learn that but then you have to almost let it go. It's like you learn and then let go. And then by removing your ego, you just kind of go through life. And as things arise and things drop off, you learn how to react and skillfully dance. Now, do I do that? It's an everyday struggle. And I fall off. I get sloppy. I start getting egoed out. I start getting angry. And then, but then, but the more you do it, you catch yourself and you're like, oh, I know, I know what this pattern is. I've seen this pattern and I know the end result goes into this weird madness zone. Not even madness, but it's just like the same toxic bullshit that just spins around, spins around. Um, and it's, uh, if you can remove to let it go, if you can remove it and just let it happen, uh, it's wonderful. Ah, oh, there you go. Get some sun on my face. So I'm leaning out. The sun is coming right onto my face right here. Or a little bit of this joint. And there's something, I just want to burn all this funk out of my eyes. Like, that's the thing. Like, beaches down the street. One thing I like to do is just float on my back. Like, uh, yeah, like, like, I do, like, I don't have money for a, uh, flotation tank. I just go to the ocean and I float on my back and I let the sun get right into my eyes. And you're floating on your back and it just like blocks out all that noise. And you just like, oh. And then, and then, then if you close your eyes and you can look inward. And if you look inward, and if you look inward enough, like if you go into the darkness, yeah, there's another thing, you know, you can't see it, you can't feel it. But there's supposedly something there, and I think that's kind of like the, you know, what, what Star Wars and all that shit, the Force, like, you just slow your mind down, and you just let things happen. You see it with skillful comics, like something you learn with crowd work, if somebody is I don't want to be a comedy podcast where I'm just talking comedy shit but people do ask about heckling so like the basic technique to handle a heckler there's a few is okay they're talking they just want attention so you hear you hear and you ignore it but the move is you hear it and then you stop and then you repeat what they said into the mic and then usually what they say is something stupid, like, you look like a cat, or you suck. And you go, you just said, you suck? <laughs> and that will get a laugh, you just saying it. And then you kind of let go, because then, then you're opening the moment into improvisational, that's the ether, that's that magical moment. So by giving yourself a second, by saying it, you're literally just like, letting whatever and usually you'll find like a line right in there to uh to bam hit them back um something funny uh usually you know i don't know i usually don't have i just say it off i wish i had an example i usually just go right off my and sometimes it doesn't work sometimes it's maybe it works somewhat it usually shuts them down but somebody just sometimes it just smacks it harder than any of It'll be, you know, it'll be funnier because it's just so in the moment. It smacks harder than anything else. So that's why some people like that type. 
to get into that situation. Me, I like to write and I have a vibe that I'm trying to do. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, everybody shut the fuck up. I need perfect quiet. But I do like people just being respectful. I like people being normal. Like I wouldn't ever go to a stand-up comedy show and start yelling at a motherfucker. I don't care what they say. I'm not going to sit there and yell. You could walk out if you don't like it, or you could just shut the fuck up and not laugh. Or you could just kind of do some, ha, 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 and then wait for the real dude or real chick that makes you laugh, laugh at them. So it always messes with my head when I do engage with a heckler, like, where's this guy's mindset, man? A lot of times it's ego, man. A lot of times it's just attention. Attention is power, and that's how they sell advertisements. What they're trying to do with advertisements, everybody, like power is, Trump is like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then everybody looks at him and then he has the power to influence whether it's something that he gets paid for, for an advertisement or its own business, or maybe it's a sexual exploit, whatever he could do to manipulate that power. But you can go towards the good or you can go towards the bad, you know, or you never know. I think it's just all moment to moment. That's why you want to reserve judgment. I get somebody else coming through. Uh, they're uh, doing some backyard work. But I, I don't know. Let's see how long I went. I just want to say I, I appreciate you and I love you. Thank you for listening. We'll wrap it up on that, you know. Enjoy the day. It's sunny out. It's nature out. Uh, I'm in the trees. Uh, I'm full of love. Trying to remove my ego. And uh, I just want to say I appreciate you guys listening and I'm excited for the future of this podcast. I'm getting better and better at uh, producing it and getting it out there and it's growing. Just want to say thanks, man. Uh, And and this might be good timing because I really got to take a piss. So uh, I love you. And like and subscribe and check out my website. We're going to be touring. Check out Raw Papers and check out Mud. Ooh, Mud Hippie Coffee. There's a van. Uh, That's it. I'm out. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro.